Jessica Anderson and John Kusher, two divorce lawyers podcasting about family law, relationships, and celebrity splits. You're listening to Love Court Off the Record. Are we ready for the brief? We are ready. Dear Love Court, I was married eight months ago, but it didn't work out and we are divorcing. We had a giant wedding, 200 people. Her parents paid for most of the wedding, but I put approximately $10,000 on my credit card. Technically, it was charged prior to our marriage date, but obviously we agreed to pay it off together. Now that we're divorcing, she says the credit card debt is my problem. Is that true? I got married in my parents' backyard for like 400 bucks total. <laughs> Why $10,000? And that was only part of it? Yeah. How much did your weddings, wedding cost? Weddings? Um, my first wedding, which was giant, but not like niceness standard, it, it wasn't that nice. It wasn't very high end. Probably cost $25,000. Oh my God. My second wedding easily cost $55,000. Who paid for that? Well, my first wedding, my parents paid for most of it, and my ex-husband's parents paid for some things. We had like an ice sculpture and like I remember his mom paid for that and like there were random things that they paid for. So I don't know and it was a long time ago but my second wedding, Dane and I paid for 100%. God. What about you? Mine was about 20000 About that. But I had a destination wedding. I put a lot of people up. Mm-hmm. So you didn't put us up. No, you you guys were on your own dime. <laughs> I gave you nice food. That's I know. It was a nice time. I'm just God, that kind of money for a wedding is just It's all the details that go well, into the now, wedding. How about this? That amount of money for being divorced 8 months later? Mm-hmm. How about that? I That's see a lot sucks. of problems getting into his issue. Unfortunately, he's probably going to be stuck paying for that, especially cuz he says, right, that the mom and dad paid for some. Well, what would if the agreement was we pay for this and you guys pay for that? Well, was I've, there an actual agreement? Well, okay, so that's that's the legal issue, right? So, I think from a community property standpoint, it's not a community property debt because it's on his credit card and it was prior to the marriage, right? But from a contract principles, I think there's an implied agreement that they were going to equally bear the cost of that wedding. Yeah, I agree. I think a so, judge, if it were to be go to court, a judge would apply principles of equity and say, you guys need to split this. You take half, you take half. Right. I think you're probably right. Like in a settlement conference. I think even at, at even at trial? at trial, they can still apply equitable principles. Yeah. It seems like $10,000, he should get stuck with that. That's not fair. Well, what about the argument that her side of the family paid for most of the wedding? Well, if you have a 200... How much did they pay, does it say? Well, I think a lot. I mean, I'm willing to guess they paid probably about $40,000. Oh, my God. A giant wedding that's high end with 200 people could easily be a fifty. I really hope that her wedding. parents make her pay that back. Now, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, Probably not. If I were him then, after hearing that, maybe I would just suck it up, take the debt, and just count my blessings and walk away. Consider it a blip on the radar screen of your life. Yeah. God, that's just terrible. Right? $50,000? Well, so what was your wedding like if it only cost $400? Like, what did you eat? Uh, well, we went out to, uh, what was that place that's not there anymore? McDonald's. P- Thank you. <laughs> Famous Murphy's? PJ Murphy's? Oh, okay. Place Famous called? Murphy's. Yeah. But it was a small, small wedding. Like how many people? 15, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And did you guys buy dinner or did someone buy it for you? I think my parents probably just put it on a credit card. It was a lunch, brunch type thing. Oh, it was? Yeah. So you got married like on a, in the morning? Yeah, it was like a Saturday morning. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It was nice. It was Did, nice. Were there flowers? 
there were two small little flower displays. Um, the guy, preacher, reverend, whatever he was, one at a hundred bucks and a bottle of wine we gave him. And um, we had the music <laughs> played in a little like stereo. Right, because so. it was way back before iPods and right. all of we that. Had a like, CD. Um, but it was nice and cheap. And then we honeymooned in like Monterey for two days. Okay, I'm going to flip nice. this around. What? How would you feel, John, if this was your daughter? Right. At this, at this $50,000? Well, the $10,000. Do you think, would you be siding with your daughter that like, yeah, you don't have to pay anything. We paid for everything. Because I wonder if this soon-to-be ex decides, well, I'm going to fight for this. Yeah. I wouldn't want the parents, because I have a feeling the parents would probably be like... Look, the parents are probably very pissed off right now. They should right. be. They just paid $40,000 for a wedding, a marriage that only lasted eight months. Is there a reason not a good why investment. the marriage didn't last? Yeah, and we'll get into that oh. in our, our next podcast. But the legal right thing now. here right now is he can't go to small claims court, right? Isn't that right? That's a lot of money. $10,000 is more than small claims yeah, court. Yeah, that's right. right. Yep. It would be justice court. So we, or, we'd have to technically go to court to fight for for it and maybe hire an attorney to do that? I I don't think you should hire an attorney. It's not enough money to hire an attorney about. Yeah. If I were the parents and I shelled out $40,000, I would be pissed off at both of them. I would be really pissed. Right. Because those those parents just write a check. Are they capable of doing that? I think they probably had a a wedding budget for their daughter. You need to start saving for those little ladies' weddings. I just don't think I can Emma, for sure, that. is going to want a big wedding. Why do you say that? I just know she will. Mm-hmm. Well, She's very fancy. Uh, I'm hoping the wedding culture will change by the time she gets married and mm. people will go back to really cheap weddings. You know what's happening right now in weddings, though? It's like, we're going to have the woods wedding and it looks so inexpensive. And it's, and it's super not. expensive. It's so expensive. Right? Yeah. Some friends of ours that got married and they got married at the hideaway. Do you know, know where that is? Isn't it? It's beautiful. Beautiful, like Kirkland. Ta- how, yeah, Tahoe, you go right? to Tur- yeah. Kirkland, and it's totally hidden away. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, gorgeous. And they did it, but they did a weekend event. Friday night, Saturday was the wedding. You partied there all night. Right. Sunday, that's awful. And the, it was ungodly <laughs> expensive because they housed everyone there. Yep. You rented all of the property. It was pretty much a destination wedding. Oh my gosh, yeah. ungodly expensive. What about Even a... when you try to, you know, welcome to our wedding in the woods that costs, you know, fifty grand. Right. Crazy. Well, that's that's how our wedding was too. I mean, I felt like I had to give a, do a lot of events because people were coming from afar because we got married in the Seattle area, and so when everybody first got there we had we called it the groom's lunch where we like had a get together and then we had a barbecue at my husband's sister's house and then we had a rehearsal dinner where everybody came we did a cruise in Puget Sound which by the way was a bad idea because because I got married on a Sunday morning but Saturday night was like the big party because that was the rehearsal dinner on the booze cruise thing everybody got super hammered and was too hungover in the morning like to enjoy the actual reception the morning wedding and like brunch reception. But yeah, it was so expensive because you feel like if people are coming from afar, you have to yeah, you know, treat them. Mm-hmm. You know? Thank God for the great Reno balloon races. They were happen to be here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we had something to go check out and do. If you have an expensive wedding, do you feel like psychologically locked into that wedding for a certain, like that marriage for a certain period of time because you don't want to end it because so much expense was put into it? God, you know, I think, I think so. I firmly believe that like, if you get divorced, you were probably on the track to divorce from Jump Street. I really believe that. I think that there's a chain reaction of, of life events that happen, but if you don't have that solid foundation, you're not going to make it through those things. And I'm going to assume that they're a young couple. 
I think they are. Yes, they are. So we're going to talk about that in the podcast called Josh and Katie. Josh and Katie will air on Wednesday. Has anyone had like a wedding by Skype or FaceTime or anything like that or a virtual reality wedding or anything? Probably, although I've never heard of that. Um, like where people are watching, like you're getting married and people are yeah, tuning to, in from just Skype? Just to save costs, you know? You're invited only to the Skype portion of my wedding? Well, yeah. You're, the only two people at the actual place are the bride and groom and the preacher and a photographer or somebody. I'm sick of the no kid That's weddings. Weird. I can't stand those anymore. Yeah. I've and they're like, hey, we, you can't bring your kids, but we really want you to go. And it's 65 miles away and hidden in the woods and there's no cell kids. service and you can't bring your kids. I've never heard of that. There's a lot I, of weddings that are very, common. very popular right Why? now. You're getting married and most of your friends and have family kids. have kids. And then that puts them in a bind, especially if it's destination wedding. Now I got to find someone to watch my kid for two or three days. I guess I don't really understand why people say no kids. At weddings, like what? I mean, to me, kids make Make it funny. Make it funny. Like in our wedding, our my second wedding, I only had children in my bridal party. Like I had my daughter, and then Dane's son, and then all of Dane's nieces and nephews, and my best friend's children. So it was like just like a little parade of little people, which is so cute. I thought, but I mean, they dance. They're the only ones that were like really into it in the beginning. They got all the adults out on the dance floor. I thought it was cute. Does I don't something happen it. at a no kids wedding that wouldn't happen at a wedding? Maybe well, what crying? upset me is that I went to the no kids wedding following the rules. My husband couldn't go. So I went with a girlfriend of mine, drove a gazillion miles to the hideaway and got there and there were kids there. So some people were allowed to bring their kids, but not everyone. Or they just broke the rules. Right. I think they broke the rules. And that was like, which I found interesting because the girl that was getting married, all of her friends were married with kids. Baffled by that. Maybe she didn't want um, her girlfriends to be focused on their kids and wanted the girlfriends to only be focused on her. She did, which is fine. But your other guests, I get it if it's for your party for the whole weekend and you want to have a great time with your, your party and your guests. But when your other guests are coming there for the wedding, for the day. Right. Not staying the whole weekend. Why yeah. wouldn't your kids be allowed to be there? I don't know. And I, they had kids in the wedding. Yeah. I've been at weddings where it was like some kids are invited and some aren't, which is it. Oh, it, weddings some always hurt invited. someone's feelings. <laughs> you're invited. You're, you're, you're a little hellion. You're not going. You're out of here, little tummy. Out. Get out. <laughs> but I've also been at weddings where they have like... um like a special room for the kids and like a nanny or a babysitter in there where the kids have to be like confined to a room. Going back to Josh and Katie in this whole situation, if he wants his $10,000 back, you need to start selling all the shit you got. Yeah. What about all the gifts? I mean, right? that's a question I wanted to ask. That's what I would say. I would say, fine, if you're going to leave me with all of this debt, then I'm going to get all of our gifts and I'm cashing Fully, them back in. Fully, he's entitled to half the presents. I, I think they should be entitled to, they should have to send those gifts back. And that's a different issue, and people typically do do that, but some don't. Kim Kardashian didn't. I heard she just got mugged or something. Did she get mugged in the subway or something? No, no, she was Kusher, held at a gunpoint in, Kusher, in a hotel. Kusher oh. came out of his rock, I know, uh, from under his rock for, for a, a little bit, and, oh, and caught that, and then went back in. You can't help it. That if was you... so long ago. So much news has happened oh, since then. I thought it was like last like week. Like the Parisian hostage costume, number one bestseller right now. <laughs> with, the, with the mouth gag. Yeah, mouth gag. <laughs> it comes with a fake jewel yeah. and a white t-shirt. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian getting mugged. Oh, she was held hostage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the they tied her up in a bathtub. That doesn't. Oh, sound real. Kusher. 
Oh my gosh. She's suing people because of that. Don't sue us, Kim. I believe you. She's going to sue you now because you just said it's not real. I believe you, Kim. Don't sue us. I don't believe you, Kim. (laughs) You've been listening to Love Court Off the Record. I'm podcast producer Connie Ray reminding you if you want your legal questions answered by John or Jessica on the podcast, you can write to us via askjessica at alice965.com or send a private message to their Facebook page, Anderson Kusher. That's K E U S C H E R.